Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn in the good shit. Take that bullshit. Turn in the good shit. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to that stupid fantasy football show. I am Tim here today with Adam. What's up, Adam? Hello. What's up? Um, nothing. Just started. Actually, just started watching this Saints Cowboys game. Yeah, it was really. It should have been introduced as a tonight, um, and not a today. Um, because this thir- we're doing this at, at night. It's a Thursday yeah, night. You're already you're already messing up. <laughs> Sorry, first, first thing out of your mouth was just complete lies, just complete bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are here. It's the third quarter, thirteen uh, seven at the moment, uh, or ATM as the kids say. ATM and uh, yeah, pretty pretty competitive game so far. So it's enjoyable to watch. Um, we were just doing a little card talk right before we started rolling. Um, I told Adam that I bought a new Trevor Lawrence rookie card for like seven fifty raw and yeah. uh, my submitted to SGC for a grade. I feel like that's an easy win. If it's a nine, if it grades at a nine or a 10 yeah. um, to profit on it. We just lost uh, everybody. Everybody's gone. <laughs> and then, and then, you know, you were talking about his fantasy value because you know, these things, these things are tied together to some degree, um, especially when you're talking like a short term flip, like what I would be doing with Trevor Lawrence. Well, I think you would actually probably have to hang on to that card for until uh, at least next year to get like maximum value out of it. You're probably right. That's a good that's a great point and uh, something I was thinking about, but was hoping I could just flip it immediately. And I think you're right. Um, probably wait till September and, um, you know, that's like $150 card, probably assuming that's a 10, if it's a nine, maybe it's like a $80 card, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I just think like we were talking about, I think it just depends on what the Jags do in the draft. Like if they can get like a top flight wide receiver or, you know, get some, a little bit more O-line help, you know, then maybe you're looking at a guy who could have a real breakout season next year. I think all the talents there and, you know, I think the potential is great. And I think he's a guy that, you know, I don't think any of these rookies outside of Mac Jones and even Mac Jones hasn't been like outstanding. The team just has been very Mm -hmm. good. Um, But all these rookie quarterbacks, I would say pretty disappointing first year in terms of fantasy, in terms of like value in the card market, in terms of real life football, nobody, nobody's broke out. I mean, Mac Jones is your closest guy to get there. His card value is uh, through the roof at the moment. Yeah. Because I mean, they're winning. They're good. I mean, because that's part of the card market too, is the actual team that they're playing for. If they're doing well, like if they go to the playoffs, his, his value, even if he's not playing like statistically like fantasy wise, well, Right. Um, but, but yeah, I think a lot of people, exp- I mean, you look at this, this class is QB class and you're like, whoa, there's a lot of guys that could be studs. And we kind of knew like Trey Lance probably wouldn't be starting right away or even starting. All too this raw. Year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, um, Dalton got injured right away. So who knows when fields would have started playing and Lawrence hasn't been great in Jacksonville. Yeah. So that, that's what I was going to get at. Right. So I really love Lawrence's potential and all the rookie quarterbacks potential. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think anybody's like been like, Oh my God, this guy is going to be bad. Except for me, Zach Wilson, he could maybe not be good at all. But I will say last year, it only took a few games or maybe even one or two to see what 
the league was in store for with Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Yeah. You know, and that, I mean, pretty small sample size, especially on, on Burrow's part. And you kind of knew you were like, okay, yeah, no, this guy's definitely uh, going to lead a franchise. In fairness, those guys like Burrow had T Higgins. He had Tyler Boyd. He had Joe Mixon. He has a really good offensive line in San Diego. He has, uh, uh, Herbert has Mike mm-hmm. Williams and Keenan Allen and last year had Hunter Henry. I think the weapons there. I mean, who who does like who does uh, Fields have on Chicago right now? I mean, Allen Robinson's been banged up. Uh, yeah. Mooney's been okay. Uh, Trey yeah, Lance has been, been playing. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mooney's been good. Cole Komet's but been you're welcome. interesting you're welcome. at this point. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. Mooney, you're welcome. Good, you're welcome. Good call on Mooney. And I think the more Fields plays, the better he is too. I think they're going to let Robinson walk after this year because he's a franchise tag he's obviously been a zero this year alan robinson yeah yeah and then alan and then mac jones like he's had some good games but like his weapons aren't great just a great system and he does have two really good pass catching tight ends like i think the system set up to for him to succeed or at least win and then trevor lawrence he has like who's he have he has Keen, no he has uh gj chark yeah, he had uh, DJ Chark. Yeah, DJ he's Chark gone. Got hurt. He's been injured. Um, Mar- um, is it Marvin Jones? He's Marvin Jones. Yeah. Who's like Marvin Jones is one. Jamal Agnew, uh, Lavisca Chanel. Who um, hasn't really been like they expected him to break out, but yeah, he hasn't done much. That's been uh-huh. that is he has been disappointing. You're you're uh-huh. right. Uh, and and really, I haven't watched much Lawrence, so I guess. Part of my bringing this up is like asking, as asking you, uh, as someone who I watched watched a little bit. Yeah, Yeah. Um, has he He even made throws? That yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. You can see, you can see the talent. You can see it. it. Oh yeah, oh. The numbers are just not there. It's so strange. Well, there's just no one. There's no one to throw to there. Yeah, and they also lost uh, a team. ETN, ETN, ETN. Yep, Travis ETN. Uh, he'll be back next year. So yeah, they definitely so they get have him a... back. They have more of a one-two punch. They maybe get a, mm-hmm. an, a upgrade their offensive line a little bit. Get is a that a big problem receiver. there? I think you can always upgrade offensive line for sure. I, I don't. Yeah, like I think you know maybe they just get uh, upgrade on one side, like one tackle or something like that. But like yeah. They don't. They need a wide, a, a legit number one wide receiver. And I think that will make guys like Chenault a little bit better too. Okay, we'll put a pin in this conversation until next year because uh, you know I would say the verdict is still out on him. And uh, unlike where it really was with Burrow and Herbert, yeah, I mean yeah. he didn't, he hasn't even had like a game where he's thrown like four touchdowns and looked like awesome. You know what I mean? Just taking over the game like they yeah. suck. Yeah, it, it's a team thing. And I think, yeah. I mean, from what it seems like, Urban Meyer might be gone after this year. He might be one and done. Yeah. Um. So I think a lot of people are blaming him. Like, maybe that was a bad hire. Mm. He wasn't ready for, he's not, he's just not an NFL coach. Yeah. You know, maybe they come in, maybe, I mean, I just don't know who's going to go there to make that, like, a better offensive team. Like, I don't know what coach, Matt Nagy. Uh, I'm sure there'll be, you know, people available when the time comes like Josh McDaniels or someone like that could even be a potential uh, candidate having um, and even urban Meyer Meyer said it, um, you know, the ability to have your pick at quarterback was so valuable to him. And uh, so as, and the like younger offensive mind being brought in for a couple of years, at least that would be really appealing, you know, having Trevor Lawrence. Oh, I think a lot. I think it'll be a, a place people want to go. It just depends on the type of money the franchise is willing to spend. You know, I think that's part of it too. Mm-hmm. But they they spend a lot on Urban Meyer, and he seems to stink. Yeah. Um. Now you made a trade in the league this week. Uh, tell I us did. about this trade. So I was so you know McCat. I I kept Christian McCaffrey ever since his rookie year. Um, these last two years have obviously been very disappointing and I'm just a little concerned about him. Um, I, and you know, I'm, and I know you've said it and I think part of it was like, you thought that. And I think the other part of it was to get under my skin. 
Um, but <laughs> no, it, it was all true. I mean, I it, it was, I mean, like, it's not looking good. And like, they did draft uh, Chuba, uh, Hubbard and Chuba, Chuba, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he looked pretty good when he played. And they brought in Amir Abdullah to kind of do the same thing. Um, yeah. And, and their quarterback situation seemed bad. Like, Cam Newton looked bad. Mm-hmm. Walker came in, looked bad. Darnold hasn't looked good. Maybe this coach is not good. I don't know what's going on. They've looked really good at times. Now, I think the coach is, is good. Um, Cam is uh, up and down. Um, yeah. And really, and uh, Darnold was a, a little picks. bit earlier. Like, these guys too. are just making bad decisions. Uh, yeah. But anyway, um, I just kind of looked at it and thought, I don't know what I can get for him. You know, like maybe in the offseason, I would be able to get a fifth round pick or something like that. And I also didn't know if I wanted to keep him again. It's two years in a row. I've lost him and I've had like, yeah. I'm more, I'm more in like not having him and then just drafting his backup in like the 10th or 12th round. Yeah. But it's just been very frustrating. And I just decided if I want to win this year, I need to go out and get another top tier running back or a top tier wide receiver. And you know, everyone kind of is like our deadline was this what Wednesday? Uh, I don't know. Something like the first, yes, the first Wednesday. Ah. And I just was asking everybody, and most people still felt like they weren't sellers. <laughs> and there was like a couple teams I really didn't want anything from. And I just basically went to Fantasy Girl and was just like, What do you want for Mahomes? And I think she wanted. I think Hertz with with some picks might have got there, or Hertz and McCaffrey or something like that might have got there. But if I'm doing this to win, I couldn't get rid of Hertz because Hertz is my my best quarterback this year so far. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to pair Hertz with a, like Mahomes. Just couldn't be done. So I'm like, what about Cordell Patterson? Like, w- w- I don't think Ridley's coming back. Their second, you know. Teams are double teaming pits like Coral Patterson's, and he just ran for 100 over 100 yards. So I was like, well, what about Cordell Patterson uh, for a seventh round pick? And she's like, no, fifth. I'm like, ah, I don't know. What about sixth? And she's like, no, fifth. And I'm like, ah. And then she came back and was like, well, what about? Because she initially tried to trade me Rob Patterson and uh, Julio Jones for McCaffrey, and I didn't take it. So then she goes, what about my fifth, or Kirshner's fifth uh, and Cordell Patterson and Julio Jones? And I was like, what do you want Julio Jones? But then I'm thinking, I think Julio Jones is coming back after the bye. A.J. Brown is out at least three more weeks. Get put on IR. And it might be more. Yeah, it might be more. I know Julio Jones hasn't done anything this year. Yeah. But I think without Henry and without A.J. Brown, I think like he's been rested. He's been out like what four or five weeks with the bye. It's a flyer. He mm-hmm. might suck, and I can drop him. But but Cordell Cordell Patterson, I think, puts me right back into the conversation of being competitive yeah. in the league and potentially yeah. trying to win a championship this year. And plus, yeah. I got an extra fifth rounder, so now mm-hmm. I have two fifth rounders, and I'm away from a guy that's been pretty much only played like a handful of games for two years in a row. And he might come back and be great, but mm-hmm. I just, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you drafted him as a rookie. Yeah. So I got a good, good year. I won a championship, even not with him. He was injured last right. year. Right. Yeah. I, I mean, Mike, that was Mike impressive. Davis. That Mike was Davis. impressive. Yeah. What more can you ask for? Mike Davis was big. And then I'm hoping, Ch- I, have, I have Chubba Hubbard. So yeah. Chuba. It's got to be frustrating to have not, uh, gotten really much out of him in the past two seasons yeah and uh him as a keeper you know well now i got something for him and potentially and you know maybe you know if i win it if i win in our championship this year that trade's just massive because i'm not winning right. a championship without a guy like cordell patterson i don't think 
Now, what are the chances that McCaffrey ever returns to the 30 touch guy? Uh, you know, 30. I don't think he'll ever. I don't think he'll ever. Ret- points. I think, uh, I think the 30 points ceiling. fantasy is yeah. possible there. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'll ever return to 30 touches again. They can't. After these last two years, because mm-hmm. it's, it's not just one injury, it's not a nagging injury, it's a bunch of different things. Yeah. So maybe the wear and tear has gotten to him because he's a smaller guy. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was, that was my case on him. Um, yeah. my, my take on him when he came into the league, but it just yeah. took five years to play out. <laughs> yeah. It took five years of just getting hit constantly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but he hey, was, man, he's been I, I squeezed everything out of him. He's made he me did. competitive. He, he got me to the playoffs a lot of years and maybe I shouldn't have, mm-hmm. uh, or like a couple of years maybe. And, 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 you know, I won a championship with him, Yeah, but one of the big things was getting Mike Davis early and getting him as a handcuff. Yeah. Last year. Yeah. Let me, let me give my take on, on his value. Like, I think you definitely got out um, at the right time. Um, uh, you know, he, he's going in the wrong direction. Yeah, um, I don't I think he'll ever get back to 30 points a game consistently. Um, I mean, or, he, I nor mean, 30 touches when he played this year, he looked great. I mean, he was, yes. he was still very valuable. Um, I think, It'll be interesting. I think the team saw the writing on the wall in terms of the team not being able to be competitive and decide, let let this guy get some extra rest, get all healed up, and hopefully we'll get a quarterback in the draft or we'll we'll sign a quarterback in free agency or something like that, and we can try this again. I think next year, if he gets injured again, I would say – you know, he's just like not even a keeper anymore. He's not even a guy you can draft too early because you know he's going to be hurt. I wish him well. He's I, he's a great player. He's a great player. And he's really know? fun to watch. He's really fun yeah. to watch. Yeah, in those games where he is starting and has a great role, um, that'll be fun. Um, but my take is more about his workload going forward. Um, as we're kind of talking about, like, I don't think anyone's going to give him 30 touches again. No, and, no, no. The, no. and I think that means he's not going to score 30 points a game consistently. Um, I think in again, PPR leagues, he's a guy that can not, maybe can not consistently. He can yeah, not, not consistently. consistently. Uh, he's going to be hovering more in like the low twenties, which is still very, very good. Yeah. I mean, if they're smart, it's going to be more like 17. <laughs> no, I'm talking about fantasy points. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah touch low twenties uh, workload. Yeah, I think you're right with that then. Um, yeah, workload, I would say, yeah, 20. Like, treat him like Camara last year or the year before, yeah. you know, let him catch, you know, throw him the ball 10 times in the game. Yeah. Uh, don't shy away from that. Uh, give and him I the think, ball 10 times a game too. Yeah, and another yeah. reason I, it was easy to get rid of him is I have Jonathan Taylor. Yes, yes. Beast mode, the new yeah, beast mode. Yeah, I think he's amazing. Yeah, he's a great player. He is, and they and they seem to really know what to do and how to use him. Uh, although I was losing my mind last week <laughs> because Frank Reich does this thing at the like end of quarters and stuff where he just puts Naheem Hines out there, and I get Naheem Hines is a really great third down back, and I get that he's a good blocker, but man, put your best player on the fucking field, and they uh... and they keep and they keep and they keep losing games because of it. Leave him alone. You son Leave of a who bitch. Alone. Leave who alone. Frank Reich? Um, Naeem Hines. Hines. Naeem Hines. I'm not awesome. saying he's, he's a good player. He's a good player. He's not Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. And leave Reich alone, too, for that. Because we, why would you not going to put him out there if you got this not, great Not going to put Hines out there? Yeah. yeah. You, you, don't, you don't have to put Hines out there. You want to put your best. He is the best player on that football team right now. Well, look what just happened. How do you take him out? Like how many, how many carries, how many touches are you going to give this guy in a game? You, you could, you could take some t- touches away from him on maybe the second drive. You have him out there ending a quarter to try to score, to win a game. You yeah. know, like at the end of the quarter, you put him out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I get you're running a hurry up offense, but run it with him. He's so good. Yeah, Heinz is good in the hurry up too. I mean, they they have a package for him. Like, uh, yeah, Lee definitely leave the play. I just don't. I just don't get the. I just don't get the. 
not putting them out there at all. I get maybe mixing them up with Hines in that moment, but not put, or putting them both out there, but not putting your best player on the field. And the announcers were saying the same thing. They're like, how is Jonathan Taylor just standing on the sidelines? He's your best player. <laughs> oh man. Speaking of best players, um, you know, we, you caught, you caught, like we, we caught this show during the game and Ezekiel Elliott is not having a great game. He's only no, got 14 rushing yards. Um, but I will say I was all ready to go on a vicious rant about how, um, you know, the, the way people are talking about Elliott these days um, and Pollard. Oh, Pollard seems like he's better than him. He just seems oh, has more, more explosive. Burst. More he's burst. Such more burst. burst. <laughs> <laughs> Elliot looks old and slow, and uh, they should uh, give him a rest. He's hurt. Um, and it's like this is the exact same thing that happened last year with uh, the Cowboys backfield. I don't know if you remember that. It's a goddamn replay. Vaguely. Vaguely. It's a goddamn replay. Yeah, Elliot was dealing with lingering issues, and Pollard was playing a little bit more, and he looked good. Um, but I like CD Cow- Lamb a lot, right? And the Cowboys refused to rest Elliot um, while he was dinged up. Yeah, um, they just played him, you know, yeah. and gave him a little bit of a lesson workload. So we're seeing the same thing happen now. He's being ineffective. And then the fantasy conversation is, can you even start Ezekiel Elliott? And the answer is, I don't, I don't know. Like, yeah. I think, I think it's really tough actually. I started him this week. Yeah. Cause well, I, have Darryl, hopefully... I have Daryl Henderson in that league too. Mm-hmm. And then I was just like, I don't know if he's going to play. And I just like, we were talking about like making sure you have your positions filled. Yeah. Like I didn't want to have to resort to something else. Oh yeah, yeah. I played him too. I mean, and, and um, the Saints have a good. The Saints have a good rushing defense. They They're do one of the one of the best in the league in terms of fantasy. And Elliott's gotten run um, tonight. You know, he's gotten some carries and everything. Um, a couple but, catches. But the reason the Cowboys don't play fucking Tony Pollard more is because he's not as good as Ezekiel Elliott as Tony yeah, Pollard. Busts I, I don't a long run. I, I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree. <laughs> I don't disagree that <laughs> that was epic timing. Wow. That, about the whole just like, me. rest. Yeah. Resting. Oh, wow. I'm thinking about like a couple seconds behind you. Oh my God. Oh my God. Touchdown. Oh my God. He shushed me. He you. He shushed you. Wouldn't that have been funny if he mouthed Tim Polari and then went? <laughs> Epic moment. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm glad we got that on the air. Holy That's amazing. Shit. That's yep. amazing. He Let's did look good that. on it. He, fought, he broke, he broke, a, he broke two tackles and then just charged Let's... through the last guy to get, to get the touchdown. Let's oh, make amazing sure we balance. Got that. Amazing yeah. balance. You know, Let's make sure we got that. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Get two minutes from out. now, that take never would have happened. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to say the reason that Pollard busts long runs is because he's the worst um, talent on the field. Uh, (laughs) And, you know, that great run, 65 yard run aside, I still think that's true. Like the defense is very focused on CD lamb. They have aforementioned CD lamb. Um, no, no, I, I, you know I, I do mean? think, I do think Tony Pollard is talented. I think he's, he's not bad. Better, he's definitely good. I think he's, he's one of the better backups in the league. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's better than Ezekiel Elliott. I do no. think there is, I think there need to be some stock taken and maybe Ezekiel Elliott doesn't need to play in this game. Like, yeah. like yeah. Well, I mean, they they're the going to probably, they, I know they need the game, but like Pollard just had that massive run. Like, I think if Pollard starts this game, they still win. Mm-hmm. And I think, and I think that's over, overall better for fantasy player or fantasy owners of Zeke Elliott because then he gets a day off, especially then he would have like, because they didn't play since last Thursday. So they'll have all that extra time off. Like, I don't think it's a bad call. And I guess from what I read, it was Jerry Jones saying, no, he's playing. Yeah, he did it in the press conference or in the, yeah. on a phone, uh, yeah. radio interview or something like and, that. And, and and he knows too. Ezekiel Elliott's one of the best players on their team, but if he's banged up, then he's not. Yeah, I mean, so what are they going to do though? Like they're going to 
Just start Tony Pollard for one game. They start Tony Pollard for this game. Ezekiel Elliott doesn't play. They still win this game. And, and I believe that. They still win this game with Tony Pollard starting this game tonight. And Ezekiel Elliott has all that extra time off. Yeah, and... I would think he's healing as he goes. You know, obviously he can get re-injured, but they're taking a risk in a game mid-season, you know, so they must know sure. it's not a huge risk. Um, sure. And it definitely gives them a much better chance to win, even if he plays in a 15-touch role. Yeah. Um, like he plays in tonight, you know, or when 10. You give, yeah, 10 even, um, you know, because the alternative is what you, you call up some jabroni from the practice squad and it's Pollard and some jabroni, um, you know, leading the backfield. And that's just not dynamic, you know, <laughs> you're really, really, uh, cold on Tony Pollard. I think, Tony. Yeah, no, I'm actually not. I, I do. I do. I think he's good, but I'm saying you, I'm gonna. Go you from, can you can vamp. You can vamp on that. I gotta get a beer. <laughs> you go from two um, good running backs to one, and you're gonna have a huge difference there. It's just not uh, not comparable. So the Cowboys want to win the game. The division is at stake now that the, the it's a game. It, the the Cowboys haven't won recently. They need to win, and the Cowboys have some rest uh, after this. This is a Thursday night game. So they play again at Washington next Sunday and uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, you're talking about the Dallas's schedule. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, they got 10 days off now because they're playing here on the Thursday. So, I mean, maybe that was baked into their, um, their maybe strategy. Oh my God. Taysom Hill needs to stop. Taysom Hill just uh, jumped over somebody. Yeah. And it was like bounced off a defender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you mentioned uh, Darrell Henderson. So thoughts on him? He hasn't practiced all week, even though the Rams are saying he's going to play. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I do. have In that league, I'm, I'm pretty deep, so I'm not too worried because I have him in my flex. Because mm-hmm. um, I also have Joe Mixon in that league. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about that league. I've been playing really well the last couple of weeks. I feel like everything's kind of coming together. Mm, yeah Mixon's been great yeah yeah he's really really good and uh yeah and I have Diggs I have Godwin I have Stafford and Burrow I have Renfro I have um so so wait a second there's a there's a Hunter Renfro baseball player too right we've covered this on the show yes we have yeah how weird is that is that the weirdest thing I don't know if it's the weirdest thing they're spelled differently though the oh, that's right. Okay. The run froze spelled differently. Okay. My dog is walking around the kitchen floor here. It sounds like uh, she's got high heels on or something. Yeah. She's a, <laughs> she's a, fancy, she's a fancy woman. Clacking away. Um, yeah. I, I think who, so like going back to that, what do you think about Cordell Patterson? Like, I don't even know if I'd keep yeah. him because it's like a, maybe a one year wonder thing, but he's like, become that whole offense there yeah i know and that's why i would say he's like uh probably little chance that he's uh you know you're gonna get what you want out of him if you keep him or if anyone keeps him um so yeah i don't see him being a top four round value next year um but i mean he could be like he he could be and he could be like a fifth or sixth round value or something like that he's been playing really really well it's been crazy i just i just can't imagine atlanta doesn't address the running back situation um obviously this wasn't really the plan going into the season that quarterall patterson is your entire offense yeah he's he's literally accounted for a hundred percent of their uh their yards um this season i had that number actually is not 100 but it's absolutely ridiculous i don't know what it is i heard it recently i think it's yeah like yeah it's, it's like 90 percent or something like that and, uh, he's, and, he, and he looks good out there like he, yeah. he like looks like it's crazy so like i was oh I, yeah i'm excited no, no. i'm excited yeah. to have him with jonathan taylor i think the team is back into a little bit better shape we'll see yeah, they could dial him back um in a more efficient offense and he scores just as many fantasy points you yeah know? And maybe more like touchdowns. 10 less touches. Yeah. You know, so yeah, the, he's still a possibility, you know, yeah. people, people have done it 
done, been keeper worthy with 10 or 12 touches, you know, they have to be really dynamic. And Patterson yeah. is, if he's yeah. used in, in a way that he's like the Falcons are using them this year. I mean, holy shit. Yeah, they seem like to figure it out. Deep balls. Yeah. It's nuts. <laughs> I love it. I, so I yeah, take, I mean, yeah, for me. the stretch run, I love it. I, I thought about going after um, Patterson for the stretch run too. Um, but I, I didn't do it. I didn't make any offer or anything like that. But you got a good, good deal with good uh, on you. AJ Dillon for a seventh rounder. That's a good deal. Yeah. AJ Dillon um, got him before. I think I've had him for two games now and then he's on by this <laughs> week, but um, yeah. Right. When Jones went down, uh, I, I really like him. And I also have this green Bay stack going with uh, Rogers and Adams and now Dillon. It's a good stack, but it's a good if, they have a bad, if they have a bad game in the playoffs, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah, this is a good topic of conversation um, because I think this strategy is becoming a little more common in fantasy football. Hey, I've been, I, I, I'm stacking. I'm always stacking. Me too. I, I'm double stacking. Uh, <laughs> I got. Uh, yeah, but that's a good team to double stack. I don't know if I want to double stack with the Eagles because I got Hertz <laughs> and Devonta, and then right. I have Wall, I have Waller and Renfro. Right, and I, I had DJ Moore and McCaffrey, but I'll have DJ Moore and Hubbard. Well, you had can't you had a great stack going when you had Cam uh, Newton starting for the Panthers, McCaffrey, yeah, McCaffrey and, and DJ, DJ Moore, Moore. That's which I can have the stack. same. I can have that triple stack when Hubbard when with Hubbard, and if if Cam's starting, I don't know. Like I gotta be now. I'm like really scared to start Cam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, although they are playing the Falcon, I'm hoping that we that matchup next week is a massive shootout. My team would go crazy. Now I have yeah. Cordell Patterson, and he's like a double stack on his own. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I've also got uh, got Stafford and Cooper Cup, so that's my my second half of that double stack. And yeah. uh, and I have Sony Michelle sitting on the bench. So if uh, Darrell Henderson is out this week, he is going to be getting the starting lineup, um, which is Sony. an exciting Sony. thought. <laughs> an exciting Sony. thought. Uh, which I could have the unprecedented two triple stacks in a game or a playoff game, uh, which begs the question, like, when do you pull back on a potential uh, stack, especially if you're facing do or die in the playoffs? Yeah, it's tough with a triple stack because if that team, like, I mean, that's what happened to me last week. A double triple stack. I had DJ Moore, McCaffrey, and Cam. Yeah. And they also, I mean, DJ Moore had a decent week, but they, you know, McCaffrey went down and Cam was awful and got pulled. So like, just killed me. Yeah. Well, I, I could have the the double triple stack. Um, and then my other double stack was awful too with Hertz and uh, Smith. Well, I mean, I would say look at the matchups. I think that's the answer here uh, ultimately. And what's Ooh. a good matchup? Well, that Jason depends. Jason got pwned. It really depends um, what a good matchup is, and things change. They change by the week with injuries, with um, That's the thing. coaches getting fired, all sorts of crap. You can't really get a read on some of these matchups. They're like, oh, this, this team has a good defense, and all of a sudden they just show up that week. And, or this <laughs> yeah. team has – I mean, I feel like in the past, like if like a team has a bad defense by this week, you kind of know it. Like mm-hmm. th- this season has just been so wacky. It's just like, what? Like the, yeah. Jag, the Jags were playing – awful like just awful and just getting giving up so many points and they play the bills and holding six points like how could you even guess that yeah i think it's the kind of thing and i think there was i think it was colin cowherd who said this um recently but it's like there's really only like six or seven team like good teams in the league teams that can win it and and there's like five really really bad teams but every other team is just right in that middle and any one of those could win any versus any one of the others you know well i think that's kind of true for sure yeah i mean some of these bad teams are beating good teams like i mean tennessee has lost the two really bad teams and they're a good team Um, yeah well the jets yeah they would definitely be in that bottom five um yeah you know, and the Jags beat Buffalo. Yeah, it, it also it's just changes. I think it fluctuates week to week who the worst teams are. Yeah. You know, like like one week, um, you know, Pittsburgh is the worst team in the league. You know, yeah. Yeah. and then they're winning another week. You know, and Ben is like, oh, okay, he's got some juice left. It's, but they are so weird, so weird. Yeah. I really, I really regret drafting Big Ben. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, he's washed. That. I wish I would have got. Um, Derek Carr instead 
<laughs> you love Derek Carr. I do. He's solid. He's solid. Did you, you had the option to draft Carr there? Uh, no, not there. The round before, I was thinking about it, and I didn't do it because I saw him and Big Ben there. I was like, okay, I think I can wait. And then he got, and then Carr got drafted, so I took Big Ben. Mm. And he's been, although he's scored double digits in every game, fantasy wise, he's still been very frustrating and hasn't had, haven't hasn't had a big, really big game. But yeah. I did draft him as my number two quarterback so there is that yeah um, Deontay Johnson's been great on the Steelers yeah, yeah he's been good um, Friar Friarmouth continues to play well yep yep I sold my uh my green Friarmouth prism uh <laughs> draft I bet, picks Panini, I, I, bet, uh, I, I bet you really love to look at that one <laughs> you know what it was beautiful to look at but uh it's gone now um <laughs> Oh, there's my dog <laughs> making a making a vomiting sound in the kitchen here. <laughs> lovely, lovely, lovely. Yeah, lovely. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I can do the double triple stack. Uh, as appealing as it sounds, <laughs> I, I'm really interested in it. I have yeah. to say because if it hits, it's like it's like epic, and and it, it, there's a little bit of safety in it. I mean, there's there are two there are two one two of the best two of the better offensive teams in the league. I would say yeah. Green Bay is probably one of the best when they're mm-hmm. all healthy, and I think you know obviously the Rams are a really good offensive team, and it's just like that's pretty solid to have, like you know, yeah. But it just all it takes is one week for either one or two of those teams to just have bad weeks, and then you're just cooked, right? There's no so, digging out of it. Yeah. So championship week is week 17 in our league. And then week 16 is the semifinals. So for the Packers, their home, which is nice. They play Cleveland in week 16 and Minnesota in week 17. I feel like those are safe to roll out um, the, the triple stack there of uh Rogers, Adams, and Dylan. Yeah. Um, in those matchups, even if Aaron uh, Jones is healthy. I think it doesn't matter who they're playing. I think you want to play all three of those guys. Unless yeah. unless like Jones is healthy, then maybe Dylan is a maybe on that. We um, can hope for some bad weather too, maybe like some snow. Yeah. Um, but Rogers yeah, still throws Rogers still had some like really great throwing days in the snow. Like, I mean, that doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna be all right. Oh no no no! I, that I actually the pass works really well in the snow. Yeah. Um, it's the wind that holds back the uh, the passing, passing game for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah I, like I, I don't it. think it's a bad strategy. I just it, there is that fear, like you know, all it takes is a really bad game by one of those teams, and then you're really you're really on the edge. And then if the other team doesn't have a really good game, then you're really could be completely fucked. But so that that's what I was talking about with like the safety in a sense where, um, you know, you have three guys in the case of say uh, Rogers, Dylan and Adams, um, you know, and you're hoping for what, like what 60 plus points out of the three of them, yeah. you know, about, um, you know, and however that comes about is fine with you. Even yeah. if one of them got hurt, you could still hit that. Yeah. You know, which is kind of cool if you look at it that way. Um, you know, and there's a really good chance that they blast over that, yeah. you know, if they have a, if there's a, a good matchup. Yeah. Um, now the Rams, on the other hand, they're at Minnesota in week 16, same matchup. And the Rams are at Baltimore in week 17. Baltimore has really been a weird defense this year. They've had some games where they really shut some decent teams down. They've also had some games where they've just been like just gashed. So yeah. it's just it's really hard to say. I mean, it's and it, once again, like we were talking about earlier, it's hard to say with these defenses, like week in and week out. Like there's some defenses that have been pretty consistent. Like I've been pretty lucky with the Cardinals defense. They've been like really yeah. pretty consistent. Um, but like, yeah, there's no, you know, like Baltimore was there and like the Bears have had some years with like really dominant defenses that score a lot. I mean, Buffalo this year has been good defense-wise, but there's no elite defense. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and like yeah. there are weeks where certain teams are very elite. Um, yeah, and I think really... the teams with playmakers have the more ability to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, and just Defense. overall better players, but yeah, th- there's no elite defenses like there used to be. It gets really hard to predict um, later it in the does. season. Um, but I do feel and... because of that, there's a lot of like decent flyers on the waiver mm-hmm. wire each week. Which there is are. Nice. There are. You just got to know which ones to get. And even if you think you have the right one, you might be wrong. You might have, you know, passed the right one on and yeah. the, the right one's still sitting there on the wire um, because that's kind of the, just the nature of that. But yeah, there's definitely good bargains on the wire. Um, I usually play that kind of roulette with defense. I will say, I think it's killed me in a championship game or two, maybe um, in the past five years, but the alternative I don't think is any better. I think you're basically at that point anyway, even if you draft at, a defense in the 10th. Yeah, you know what I mean? I think you can look at schedules, like strength of schedules for some of yeah. the defenses going in the playoffs and go, okay, these guys are good or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I luckily, like, yeah, I, I picked up the Cardinals pretty early. They had a couple pretty good games in the first couple of weeks. So I picked them up. I liked who was on their team and JJ Watt did go down, but he wasn't like a huge part of their defense. Yeah, they've just been super solid. Like, I think they're – and they have a pretty decent schedule. They don't have anybody that I'm really scared of. So, I think I'm just going to ride with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like that's a safer strategy instead of gambling on these teams that have had some, you know, big negative, you know, weeks or, like, some weeks yeah. where they just, like, gave up a ton of points. Like, for so far, knock on wood, the Cardinals haven't had a game like that. I mean, they've had a couple of games, I think, where they had, like, zero fantasy points. But I'll take that out of a defense. Like, at least it's not negative. Even the good uh, ones have a have a negative, uh, pretty much at least one per season. Phoenix, I don't think Phoenix has had one this year. Which Phoenix, is really- <laughs> I love how you I love how you used Phoenix, and then you you called the Chargers San Diego, even though you live in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> I called them San Diego. The you called the the Arizona Cardinals the the Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix Cardinals. That's like what go you go back like fifteen years or something. There, I don't know, a decade at least. No, buy more. Yeah, Phoenix Cardinals. Oh Phoenix. <laughs> I think that's because like when I go to Arizona, I fly into Phoenix. Yeah, I guess. Um, well, with the defenses, um, obviously you want a team that's home if you can get that. But it really is the diff- the difference between choosing and and trying to call your shot maybe a few weeks out with this, but choosing it what you think is a good defense versus a sh- like kind of a regular team, average team having good matchups, you know? Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. And I really think it depends on the matchup. And I really think you want to look at defenses that get sacks. I think that's a way to know a yeah. disruptive defense, you know, a team that's trying to get at it. Um, yeah, for sure. So that I think that's a good activity line to look at. For sure. Um, you, yeah. And like if they're playing like a bad offense or just an offense as like a backup quarterback, that always helps too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've got the Dolphins defense. I picked them up maybe three weeks they've been playing, two, they've been weeks playing really well the yeah. Defense, yeah yeah they really have um yeah. and uh and they've got a great matchup this week now against mike glennon um Yikes. starter starting quarterback for the new york giants Oof. so uh that's Oof. not a second second but time watch I... watch they score like 35 points next week that's just how this season's <laughs> been going i yeah. swear like mike glennon goes off you know that's how this i'm pretty sure I might have to bet a prop though on like Mike Lennon interceptions just to just to really like. <laughs> I think he's gonna throw at least a pick six. That'd be um, great. Yeah, and then uh, but then the Finns have the uh, Jets, um, which is as we talked about. Hard to tell. Um, hard to they tell. Had that, yeah. They had that game. I remember the <laughs> Bengals defense was picked up. I was outbid, and then it was traded. Uh, the Bengals even the week they were playing the Jets when uh, was it Mike White's <laughs> first start? Yeah, Mike White's first start, and he went off absolutely off. Like I think the Bengals defense had negative four points. I was like, I'm so glad I avoided that. So the the Jets have had uh, Zach Wilson, uh, Mike White, Josh Johnson. I think started Joe, the game. Or Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. So at yeah. least four quarterbacks uh, starting for them this year already um 
Yeah, it's and pretty ugly there. They scored 21 last week. They scored but, 21 last week and won. But yeah, that's the thing. They still, I think they also give up point, like a lot of points quickly. And so that's so like garbage time stuff. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of it's garbage time. Yeah. Um, so they do put up still, points. Still, yeah. it's just like, it's not a safe thing. Yeah. It's not a safe thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, had, I, had, I had the yeah. Eagles defense and they were playing because I had to pick up because the Cardinals were on a buy and I kept the Cardinals and they play the Bears against Andy Dalton. I think they're going to have a good week. Dalton's pretty uh good as far as like uh guy i guess a ball like control guy though. It, yeah at this point in his career like he's I think not they're gonna get after him i think they're gonna get yeah. after him i think he's gonna be terrible yeah it's definitely possible you, you watch the bears uh a lot close more closely than i do i have no faith in that team yeah bad, they just scored bad they just scored they just scored 16 i know they won but they scored 16 against the lions come on get out of here <laughs> get the fuck out of yeah. here well, the Lions tied the mighty Steelers. They're bad too. It's always like it's just a weird, it's a weird season. I would not, I'm glad I'm not a sports better. Because yeah. I would be like pulling my hair out right now. I started I, I started throwing my hat back into the ring last week. Yikes. Um, and I uh, I did. I, I had a great week actually. Oh, nice. Congratulations. Um, you should just thanks. stop. You should just stop now. <laughs> I thought and about just, it. And just spend it on cards or something. Okay, I, I really it, it, it would make did. you it would make you feel better. I honestly thought about pulling it out. You, would, I, so you I, will definitely lose it this week. I just guarantee it. <laughs> I put well, I that's already impossible. I'll tell you why. Um, I I already put in um fifty. I put in fifty. So like Sunday morning or something for like what? that. For this for just to you know, I was like, I'll see see how I'm. This is it for the season. Last thing I'm going to put in. I want to keep it going though. You know, I want to win. I want to get some easy wins on the board. So I have more in the kitty to, uh, to bet. <laughs> and, uh, so I ended up like, uh, doubling it even a little bit more, um, on Sunday with uh, a prop on Carson Wentz, which was just like basically having a normal game, um, for him, like an average game for him with completions, two passing touchdowns, um, maybe like 10 rushing yards or something like that and uh yardage so, or so yeah so four passing yards so four things um and you know you parlay that throw 10 bucks on it it's like 50 bucks or something like that yeah. so that was pretty good you know and then and then they were doing like a odds booster on rogers and stafford parlay um 250 passing yards both of them had to hit 250 and they both did mm-hmm. so that was a good one i think i might have put 20 on that because that seemed like a slam dunk Nice. Um, yeah. So, you know, and I missed a couple, I missed like a teaser. I tried, um, the games are very hard. Uh, I'm probably not going to try that this week. I did do a prop on, um, actually there was an odds booster on Elliot <clears throat> on Ezekiel Stan. Elliot. On Stan. Ezekiel Stan. And, uh, I see that he's at 26 rushing yards right here with nine minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And he needs 14 more rushing yards to get me this, uh, this win, which would be about 20 bucks. Um, so hopefully he can pull that off. Um, and for our fantasy teams, uh, but I also bet on Prescott. Um, and I think Dak really just needs a second touchdown um, for that prop to hit. So it's, it's fun. And then I bet on the Packers to win the Super Bowl, And I bet on, I think the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. just a few bucks on the Cowboys, maybe 10 on the Packers or maybe 15 or something on the Packers. Um, I did this two years ago. I started kind of throwing a few bucks here and there on the chiefs um, about a month out. And then I just went all in that week, Super Bowl week. Cause I had like 500 bucks already riding on it. And yeah. I was just like, okay, here we go. Uh, all in on the, on the uh, chiefs for that game. So that was great. That was my best gambling uh, moment ever, I think, but your guess, best gambling moment ever. I've yeah, had some I think par- I've had some parlays in Vegas that have been really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like like uh, 20, 40 dollar bets and winning like 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 five, six hundred dollars on them. Yeah, that's nice. And you it's just fun. Uh, it's like just like with it. Oh yeah. Like I remember one time I got into Vegas. I went to the uh I like the Westgate. I feel like they have the best sports book. Mm-hmm. And and they usually have like a little bit better odds than right on the strip. Um, but their sports book is massive. 
And I just put it in like a baseball parlay. I just like looked at who was pitching and what I knew because I do fantasy baseball and just like picked three dogs, picked them as a parlay, all money line. And yeah, it was like 20 or 40 to win like five, $600. So I didn't even watch. Usually I'll watch the games, like drink and like just chill. But I was like going to a concert that night. So like I like went, had some drinks, went to the concert and then while I was at the concert, I like was like, oh, I should see if I hit this part. I was like really drunk. And I just like looked at my phone. I was like, holy shit, I hit it. And then like the the two the two people I was talking to, I was like, what do you want to drink? I just hit a parlay. <laughs> nice. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. It was great. Let's it was great. It was great. That's always a good feeling. I've hit some like smaller parlays, but I think that was the biggest parlay I ever hit. But yeah, yeah. 20, 40 bucks to win a couple hundred. Mm. But that's I love those odds. Like you're not losing yeah. much. And, and like a lot of times it's fun because then if you're at a sports book, you can just like sit down if you're at a sports book where there's like room and everything, like mm-hmm. you can just sit down, chill, have some drinks, watch the games, which is a lot of fun. And yep. that's one of my favorite things. Like I don't at all gamble like at all in Vegas outside of sports betting. And even mm-hmm. that it's not a lot, but like, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it is. A parlay. There's nothing fun. There's nothing more fun than hitting a parlay. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I do feel in gambling like... in gambling. There's way more fun yeah. things than that, but in gambling, <laughs> yeah, I do feel like this is the time where I feel like I'm ready to make some of these uh, prop bets, and uh, I'm not sh- so sure I'm going to win either of these tonight. Um, What's your prop bet? These two, I have Zeke needs 11 more rushing yards tonight, um, but Dak just threw an interception. And uh, Prescott basically just needs um, another touchdown pass, which doesn't look like that's going to happen. So he's only got oh, one tonight. Oh, so oh, oh. doesn't look like I'm going to hit either of those. So maybe I'm completely wrong and I should have pulled this money out. But, you know, either way, I'm going to put it. What, what on, did I tell you to do? Not, not bad. At, yeah. Well, either way, I'm going to put it on teams to win. And I think I made a bet on Brady to win um, passing yards. And uh, really his only competition now is Derek Carr. Um, If they can both, if they can all stay healthy. Um, But I will say Antonio Brown's recent suspension definitely puts a hit on that bet that I just made on uh, Tom Brady. Like uh, I was, you know, part of that bet was like, okay, Brown's coming back like uh, next week or something. Uh, This is going to be great. Um, But Antonio Brown was hit with a three game suspension for, I just uh, saw that. What an asshole. My God, this guy. My God, this guy. He's just, <laughs> I, he's, uh, what do they call that? Like mer- mercurial, you know, they call like guys like that, like, well, they're just kind of like an enigma. Yeah. Like, you know, guys yeah, like, like him, Dennis Rodman, like. Yeah. You know, that's him for sure. Yeah. They're just like really weird, but like, there's like a legend about them. And like, usually like in sports, they're usually like really good players. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these guys are really good. Like, I mean, Dennis Rodman was really, really good. Mm-hmm. He's crazy. Like, and Ryan Tess. Ryan Tess is another one. Really, yeah, really good. This is true. Really, really good. Complete Player. specialist. But, yeah. like, I've had, like, issues with, you know, doing the wrong thing. But nothing, like, terrible. Nothing Except like going t- into the crowd. Well, that's bad. That's bad. But I'm just saying, he didn't kill anybody. Like, I mean, yeah. like, like, I mean, like, he didn't like Marvin serious... Harrison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But he's not mercurial. He's a murderer. Um, <laughs> I, but like, or or Ray Lewis or Rod Crew. Um, no, but like these guys, they're like interesting personalities. Definitely out there. Can definitely be hard to contain. But like, always seem to be around like legends that make them thrive. Like Ron Artest with Kobe, mm-hmm. uh, Rodman with Jordan and, um, Oh, Oh, wow. Was that fumble? Yeah. Cowboys got the ball back. Oh boy. This is great. Might hit these props. <laughs> might hit them. Might hit them after all. <laughs> Let's hit them um, both on this drive. But, and, and like Antonio Brown, like Tom Brady, yeah, uh, big Ben, you know, right. like these, these guys are like, top flight hall of famers that, you know, get these guys to perform their best. Yeah. 
Uh, I think you're on, you might be onto something with that. Um, and yeah, they, there's almost like a genius quality to this person Absolutely. who's like the specialist, like Absolutely. this, um, yeah, the Antonio Brown type. Um, I just uh, listened to the book. It's better to be feared by uh, Seth Wickersham about the Patriots dynasty. Um, and it's about Brady and Belichick and uh, Kraft and the whole thing. And um, they got to a part where Bra- Antonio Brown was living in uh, Tom Brady's place in. Um, oh yeah. I remember hearing about Florida. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it is nuts. Like uh, by the way, that book, uh, the audio book that I listened to was, <clears throat> it was so interesting. I loved every absolute, every second of it. Um, the uh, deflate gate uh, spy gate. Um, they go real deep into um craft and the uh massage parlor uh the whole trump thing they go that and i mean that was absolutely fascinating to hear how much trump actually affected their team um was definitely not expected um but and then you hear how just like crazy brady is about what he does and um how he uh obviously believed in antonio brown's talent oh Um, i mean yeah 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 for sure and i think and I think uh, a lot of times, like those superstars like that, can see through all the bullshit, yeah, and see like what these players are, and say like I can get the most out of you, or like I believe in you. I don't think like you should probably still be in Pittsburgh right now. You know, yeah. like I don't know why Please. you're here, but you're available, and I thought we should have you. And it's right. just like obviously he's got. I think Antonio Brown the most out of any of them seems to be the guy that just can't necessarily turn it around. I mean, Rodman's definitely had some issues, but like Antonio Brown is just like a little bit more reckless, I think. Um, Mm -hmm. A little bit more crazy. Like definitely has some like mental health issues that he needs to get dealt with. Yeah. Yeah. Which it seems like at least Runner Test definitely has. Like Runner Test like seems like a normal dude now. Um, yeah, I do like how he still changed a while. His name. Meta yeah, World changed, Peace. Yeah, yeah, Meta World Peace. Um, I noticed that uh, that guy who plays for the Celtics, Cantor Enes, is it Enes Cantor? Oh, Enes Freedom. Now he's like going on Fox News. It, yeah, I so I don't know saying how a- how we should fear China. Is that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I, I definitely uh, just sold his card. Um, that, sold uh, Inez can- somebody bought an Inez Cancer card? Someone bought an Inez, or Inez can- Freedom. Freedom. Inez Freedom. Cancer Freedom. Um, uh, red, white, and blue prism. Um, and I don't get into the politics. So I didn't care about what he was talking about. I, I just knew he was Oh, in, I don't care either. Criticizing I LeBron. I just, th- I just think, yeah, he was criticizing LeBron about China. Yeah, and and, uh, and he changed his name to Freedom, and and the card I happen to have is a red, white, and blue prism, <laughs> and uh, it was really just great. it was just good luck, and uh, I, it sold. It just sold tonight, actually. I'm sure um, somebody was looking for it, but uh, yesterday or something. Oh, I don't yeah. care. I don't really care what you know. He can do whatever he wants, but I do think his name change, like I feel like Ron Artest's name change was to like shed himself of like that person he once was. Yeah, and like one like like world peace you know like it's you know i think it's something like like i'm now a peaceful person like i've 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 dealt with my demons and now like this is who i am now we're like and as free and as freedom is <laughs> is just like a branding thing he's like gonna try to be a politician he's gonna is, try he's to gonna, he's, yeah he's gonna he's, he's getting gonna already be, on fox news like he's, he's gonna, gonna be on be other news outlets carlson no, he's gonna just be like he's 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 definitely yeah exactly. And the fact uh, that he's going to be he's going to be a huge grifter. He's going to no, definitely you're right. You're right. He's definitely yeah. gonna use this to become in the political world and make money because it seems as though like anybody in the political world is just in it to make money on every <laughs> yeah. side on every yeah. side. So like he definitely wants a part of that pie. I, all power, t- all power to you, <laughs> yeah, Mister Mister Freedom. But yeah, I mean, he did it. He did it for a total branding thing. I guess, you know, he's, he's becoming an American citizen and he, you can't really. He sees uh, that grift. He sees that grift and he knows exactly how to manipulate it. And he's a smart guy. Look, isn't it the American way to sort of use one job to propel yourself into another one? Absolutely. Like, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's, I think it's smart. I think workers should always try to do, you know, whatever they can to make themselves the most money. 
what yeah. is Dak doing? <laughs> I don't know why they're throwing the ball over the field. Give it to I Elliot. Know. I You're just not- need 11 more yards. Ezekiel's thin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, well, wow. This yeah. is going to range. What a, what a conversation tonight. I feel like we really... We, we had really, a lot of uh, defenses. We we, you actually talked about defenses for a while. I know. This is just like uh, your favorite show ever, probably. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going to listen to this one quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> we, we talked about Edith's freedom. Edith's cancer freedom. <laughs> is it cancer freedom? Is it like hyphenated? I, uh, I don't know. I think. It, what is he throwing to? What is this? <laughs> What are these routes? <laughs> what is going on? Just give it to Zeke for 11 more. They're clearly not going to. I need the Saints yeah. to tie this up to force OT. They're not going to either. No. I, think, I think you're fucked. I think over. you're fucked, my guy. My props are fucked. Yeah, you're, you're, you're propless. Oh, fuck. Well, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll you think got about... <laughs> I'll think harder on a, a better prop for Sunday and uh, hopefully you can double and, my money and, again and lose all that money that you <laughs> you won last week. Well, I already got these bets going for the end of the year. These, uh, this Brady bet and this uh, I think it's, I, I, I have money on the Packers and on the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. Obviously Packers only one, and the Cowboys. One I don't think do the Pack, I don't think the Cowboys <laughs> are going to win. No, I don't um, think so either. But I placed that. I think, that I think the Packers time. definitely have a chance. Yeah. Um, I like the Cardinals. I like the Bills. I don't know if I like Tennessee without Derrick Henry. With Derrick Henry, I like Tennessee, especially if AJ Brown's back too. Um, dark yeah, I'm horse. trying to. Dark yeah, trying. I'm just trying to call, you know, call the shot now. You know, like there's yeah. the odds. Are you decent. can still get good odds, right? You now. can, you know, and I think the Packers are seem to be the way to go this week, but that changes every week. Basically, um, I'm trying to think of a dark horse who I would like to like maybe like at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Your butt's a dark horse. It is. <laughs> oh man colts colts no, they probably they might not even no, make the I, playoffs no i would go with the colts i think the that's colts? a good one yeah, yeah absolutely absolutely colts to make the playoffs would be a good one i thought about that a couple weeks ago and i didn't pull the trigger maybe they, colts, have a, they have a tough to schedule remain tough remaining schedule yeah. i though i do wish i pulled the, my the trigger on the vikings in the playoffs bet um a couple weeks ago when i was looking at that 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 had good odds it doesn't <clears throat> really anymore but uh that would have been a good bet but i kind of struggle with the ones that take a few months <laughs> especially when you can just bet on that week and get your fix <laughs> you know yeah absolutely like i think um yeah, yeah, I, I, I like the Colts. Like, I'm, I'm surprised. I keep on like getting surprised they lose a the game, but then I see Frank Wright not putting their best player on the field, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is why you're losing games. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I think they're a good team. I don't know that they're going to make the playoffs. I think they have a tough schedule down the stretch, um, and they're six and six now, and it's a bunch of teams in the west that uh could still strike um i think the raiders are out i would consider but who knows um i really want the chargers to make the playoffs um i don't know if it's gonna happen i looked at that oh oh and that's intercepted another one yeah oh my god Um, well i was like wondering i was wondering what uh um because i'm playing uh <laughs> I, I'm excited oh, to see the. Uh, Sorry. Oh, Pat, <laughs> Patton. I'm playing Patton. Okay. And yeah. Dallas, he has Dallas's defense and yeah. Taysom, Taysom Hill, though, too. Oh, yeah. So for every interception, they're just kind of trading back and forth. <laughs> yeah. Here, you take this two points. Yeah, no, you, you take, take these this. two points. <laughs> and it's not a totally bad strategy, but now Taysom Hill only has 16.6, but Dallas has 12. It's a low ceiling. Um, you know, high floor, low ceiling kind of thing with that, yeah. you know, yeah. like you're not going to get negatives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good, good chat tonight. Uh, this has oh, been yeah. 
this has been fun. It's been um, enlightening. It's been enlightening. It's been refreshing. We did miss another week. Uh, I feel like now we can't even brag about our record. Fuck. But I mean, it was Thanksgiving week. Yeah, two's not bad. Uh, and it, I, I mean, forgot. Honestly, I mean, it was Thanksgiving week. Yeah, I mean, it and it was like, like Thursday. Thursday, Friday is usually the day we do it, and it was like Thanksgiving yeah. and the day after you're doing stuff with family and stuff. Hard to cram in a lot of stuff. I really want to see the uh, Bengals. Bengals making the playoffs would be fun. The Bungles, you know, the Cincinnati Bengals. I want to see them yeah. in the playoffs. I want to see my boy Joey B. Yeah, um, really throwing some TDs. I like, I like his swag. I do too. I think he's awesome. He seems like a cool dude. He seems like really like just super chill and just like, and he seems just like really smart and just like, okay, this is what I need to do to win. Yeah. I can't miss. I can't miss kind of quarterback. He's just really, really good. Like, I think he could be a guy you could potentially steal, you know, like from somebody and keep or something like that in the offseason, maybe. But like, that's the thing is they have Mixon. Mixon's been so good. So it kind of limits his, at least fantasy value. Yeah. I mean, Mixon isn't going to be, you know, he's not going to score that kind those kind of touchdowns. And I mean, he's great and everything, but you know, even Jonathan Taylor last week had like a down week because the game plan just really wasn't in his favor. I mean, these games are going to come and then he he still almost had 20 fantasy points. Right. Yeah. No, Taylor's great. Um, well, great, great chat here tonight. Oh, we're still doing the show? Take that bullshit. Yeah. Turn it into a shit.